All right, let's do it. Everyone, it is Kara with Freed Indeed. It has been a minute, and I'm sorry for being late here. Um, a little over a month since I've recorded, but I'm happy to be here today. I have a fun guest today, a dear friend of mine, Miss Blue. How are you? Hi. How you doing over I'm there? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Um, we have a lot to talk about today, don't we? Mm-hmm. We do. So Blue is actually a good friend of mine. We've been friends for a couple of years now, right? Yeah, I think we're going seven, seven years. Yeah. Like a year of completion. Yep, seven years. Absolutely, yeah. seven years now. Mm-hmm. And she has an amazing testimony and some wisdom to share. So I just kind of want to dig into that. We're going to be talking about um, the father today. Yeah, and how like to walk with the father. How to walk with yeah. the father. Yep. And Blue, obviously, that's an interesting name. Like, tell me, like, where does that come from for our viewers? I want to, we want to hear the testimony, the story. Okay. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> yes. So my, or my giving name is Jeanette Hilaire. Um, so my first name is Jeanette. When, you know, growing up, I was in the Salvation Army for a long time. So I was with the Lord since I was 11 and running after him. And I was a prodigal daughter. I went into the world. I was seduced by the world. So um, I'm, I live here in Charlotte, but I'm originally from Florida. And at that time, I used to go to Miami, Florida, and club, and drink, and and smoke weed, and get high, and just, like, party all the time. And then um, one time, I did too much drugs that night, and then I came home to my apartment and blacked out, passed out, and had a terrible, terrible trip. Mm. And then um, the Lord showed me a vision of hell. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot to process. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Show me a vision of hell. And I 100% believe that day I OD'd. Really? Yeah. Because wow. I died at that moment. And I saw myself in hell and it was pure darkness everywhere. The darkness was deep and it was dark and it was alive. And I felt, you know, like in this world we can feel hate, we can feel rejection, mm-hmm. but not nothing near close to when you're in hell like the level of hate that you feel and darkness that you feel um surpasses everything and there was absolutely no hope wow. there's no hope in hell mm-hmm. there's absolutely no hope i i didn't know to call into jesus and it's it's so interesting because in scripture it says where you go his name would not even be there wow. i couldn't even remember jesus that's how dark and hopelessness i felt and, and where i was and then i remembered rocking back and forth and, and and i just heard a lot of noise and like and like a lot of demonic sound and the noise was just getting louder and louder and louder and the darkness was deep and it just was like a, just a very terrible awful place i would hate anyone to ever go there mm-hmm. and i remember rocking back and forth and saying love is kind love is patient love is forgiveness and i just Mm. keep saying that scripture over and over and over and and i remember who love was Mm -hmm. and i was like jesus and i remember screaming jesus and it was like a flash of blue flame i saw and i woke up and like (gasps) resurrected back into my apartment floor wow 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 okay and then ever since then um I've been like in this journey with the Holy Spirit and, and running. I went back to the church. I, I stopped clubbing. I stopped partying. I was like, I never want to go there. And I was mm. like, oh my God, this place is terrible. It's horrible. And the only person that could have get me at that place was Jesus because I know what it feel like to be hopeless. Even in this world, like you feel like you have no hope. You mm-hmm. always have hope. When you go to hell, there is absolutely, it's over. There's no hope of you getting out of there. Um, and when I went back to church, I started having um, encounters of heaven and encounters of Jesus and angels. And I saw this blue diamond mm-hmm. and my name was writing on it, B-L-U. And the Lord was like, that's your new name. It wow. represents the blue flame of fire because he said that the what burns you on fire is the blue part of the flame. 
and he was like i want you to become the burning one so it's kind of one of those names from like adessa to you know to esther paul to saw kind of saw to paul wow. kind of story where it marked me forever so i fully now go by blue just to be like the burning one for jesus and never to turn back to the world never to turn back to my life and to remember what he'd done for me so yeah that's the name <laughs> wow okay so audience that's a lot to process yeah, right now i was like trying to make it <laughs> it's a long testimony but i'm like how could i shorten, this? <laughs> shorten it no wow i mean like how, yeah. how old were you when this happened um i was 22 22 yeah wow because mm-hmm, i remember turning 21 and i went wild because i was like oh my gosh i can drink now i can party but I yeah went deep <laughs> wow as we all do i feel like yeah. at that time we go crazy but yeah. what a testimony i mean mm-hmm. we i think you've told me this before like yeah. we've we, me and her, we talk about, we love like the deep things of the Lord and we have really good conversations about who Jesus is. Mm. And, um, I remember the first time I met you, I feel like there was an immediate, um, just like, um, a spark of like, Hey, like this person, there's something to this person that I want. I feel like Mm -hmm. there's, um, a connection here that needs to happen. And I, that's why I feel like um, there's so much wisdom that you have. And I'm so glad that you're here sharing with our audience today. Mm-hmm. Um, and blue, obviously a beautiful name. And what yeah. a cool, what is the actual color blue? What is the, is it mean like revelation or like what is yeah, the? It means revelation and open heaven. Open heaven. Mm-hmm. Wow. But my name is, is spelled with like the color right. B-L-U. Right. Like, which makes it so cute. And I was like, oh man, Holy Spirit. Wow. Like that's mm. so beautiful. Like I had a spiritual name and he called me that. Okay, yeah. and that was in a was that a vision that you saw? Yeah, so it was a vision. Okay. It was like a blue diamond with the name on it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is that?" Holy Spirit, he's like, "That's your name. Wow. That's what I called you." And you know, and then I just and then I started you know digesting blue, and then um, and I remember seeing the blue flame that took me out of hell, mm. and um, and he was like, "I want you to be that flame of the burning one to burn mm. for me wherever you go, because that's what you know changes people that encounter with the Holy Spirit." So. Wow. Yeah, I've been going by then ever since. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. wow, wow. Mm-hmm. So cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing. That's a lot. And I feel like I just I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of want to dig into this. So after you had this um, encounter mm-hmm. where you had died mm-hmm. and gone to hell mm-hmm. and the Lord brought you back, mm-hmm. what what has happened since in regards to you being set on fire for the Lord and, and your name being symbolic? Yeah. Um, oh, I just stayed on fire. I stayed burning. Um, I I went to a different church at the time, left the Salvation Army, and I was going to um, a, a Pentecostal church. And then I met one of my friends there, Kyle, and he was like, hey, um, like you, you you need to check out this church. Uh, my pastors were coming from Bethel, California, Reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the Lord told him to start a revival church in Florida, and I didn't even know what the revival was at that time. I was wow. like, revival? What is that? You know, and I went there, and then they were moving in the gifts. They were speaking in tongues mm. and, and signs and wonder, and I was just seeing so many things happening, and I was like, oh, my God, this is what you mean, Holy Spirit. This is what you mean about my name, to be the burning one. Yeah. So I just stayed under their ministry for I, I believe uh, a good five five or six years mm-hmm. uh, but I know them overall for 10 years a decade of my life and I just serve under them and and I went to um, revival school with them and I minister with them and I just stayed on fire and I stayed burning for Jesus and and now my goal is to just fully start having revival and just starting places and fire just mm. setting fire everywhere I go yes that's setting so people good. on fire for Jesus you know because hell is very much real 
But the mm-hmm. most exciting thing about that too is say heaven is real. Absolutely. Heaven is so real. And Jesus said that let heaven touch earth. And mm-hmm. and being a revivalist is, is is having people have an encounter of Jesus and have an encounter of the Holy Spirit and that signs yes. and miracles are still happening today. Right. Because right? that was a miracle that happened. Imagine 100%. just like being blacked out and being I mean, know, like, I can't even yeah. I mean, that is just so scary. Yeah. yeah and it was it's nuts. you literally had a um what do they call it? Like a, a sudden what is it called? Like a death um a near-death experience you literally had a near-death experience Mm -hmm. and i mean you just that kind of encounter you can't unsee you you can't unexperience you can't unexperience it and that's what um one of the things that i love about um just being a revivalist is is having people encounter jesus and having an Mm. encounter with the father right encounter who he is because you can talk anybody else into the the bible into church you know you can talk anyone in and out of it but an encounter you cannot Oh, yeah. yeah it's I mean, with you forever. It marks you forever. It God does. marks you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I've, I've talked a little bit about, we actually did a whole podcast on my testimony, but like the moment I had that encounter with Jesus, like my mm-hmm. whole life changed. Yeah. You know, it was, it was like, I can't go back from here. Awesome. Like I, I've gone so to this place where Jesus has become real to me. Um, and now like, why would I ever go back? You know? Yeah. And I feel like the father is obviously what we're talking about today. And, like, mm. I'm so excited to hear, like, your perspective mm-hmm. of walking with the father and what yeah. that looks like. Yeah. Because I think that, I mean, I think that people want to dig into that more mm-hmm. of, like, mm-hmm. um, who the father is and, like, what it looks like to walk with him daily. And mm, so kind yeah. of explain to me where this came from and what this looks like for you. Um. Yeah, so as my journey has started to, you know, grow with the Holy Spirit um, and then having encounters with the Holy Spirit and, and having friendship with the Holy Spirit, right? Because then you start having this relationship with Him in communion. You're talking to Him every day. Right. And then He always points me to the Father. And right. I thought that was very interesting. It's always like He always points you to the Father. And, and it's almost like the Fathers are in gold here. You know, mm-hmm. heavens are in gold, but our Fathers are in gold. And then... Um, the end goal, you said? Yeah, okay. the Father... And um, the Holy Spirit began to just open that up to me and, and Genesis. He brought me all the way back to Genesis, right? Um, so in Genesis 3, 8, it's one of like a fun verse of mine. And they heard the voice of the Lord, God walking in the garden and the coolest of day, Adam and his wife hid themselves from the Lord. And we're just going to stop there. And I was like, oh, man, this means that they're, they're, they're familiar with God coming to them. Mm, right mm-hmm. it wasn't something that it was a surprise even though that um they hid themselves from the lord right but there's something about adam and eve in the garden that they used to walk with god in the coolest of day so they used to have communion mm. with the father mm-hmm. relationship with him they used to talk with him right and it was interesting that says cool of day like you know evening time and i was like you know how often that we only speak to the Father when we go to church, right? right? Or only, you know, when we pray in prayer groups, that's the only time we feel like we could have communion with him. But I, 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 I feel like it's a bigger invitation for more. It's an invitation for a daily communion with the Holy Spirit mm. that leads you up to the Father. Because every time I talk to the Holy Spirit, he brings me to the Father. Right. Straight to his heart. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that. And like an intimacy, right? It's like yeah. that intimacy that is learned with the Lord because I think that we yeah we can kind of get a perspective of who God is from our own have our own earthly fathers, yes. right? I love the fact that you say intimacy because um um why why would they hide 
from the father if you go back to that genesis that same mm. verse why would they hide from that father if there was no intimacy right right that's a good point actually yeah -hmm. Yeah, because obviously they were walking in communion with him yes and so it was a normal thing right Mm -hmm. and like if we think about that now it'd be like really strange to be like i mean not even strange just like different of you know walking with god you know every (laughs) day just naked hanging out you know yeah it's just like wow i mean just wild Mm -hmm. really and um so if you fast forward a little bit right so we know this then the fall happened and they were right. cast out of the garden and god pulled his glory from men at that mm-hmm. time and there were, there was like this um separation um and that kind of separated men from god right but jesus and this is where it gets but really jesus. good <laughs> yeah the best part sweet jesus jesus mm. came in and he did not only restore that right he made us one back with the father right if you fast forward to john 17 and jesus was in the garden praying because it's two garden i love the the you know garden of the Eden. garden there yeah, in the yeah, garden, garden yeah, yeah, yeah. gethsemane and i love how they're just kind of like parallel each other um jesus was in the garden he prayed in john 17 that we will be one with the father like him and the father were one Wow. You know, Adam walked with God in the coolness of day. Jesus was one with God. God was inside of him. Right. Habit embedded in him. So Jesus, when he died on the cross, he didn't only restore what was lost, the curse in the garden. Right. He, he did something even greater as well. He made us one with the Father. Mm. Complete union with the Father. So that means that the Father is a lot closer to you than we think. And if you have heard that worship song, like, you know, you're closer than my breath, right? Right. Yeah. So it's our breath that's in our lungs. Just mm. even imagine that. That's how close the Father is. That even the breath that we breathe every day, it's mm. Him that's in our lung. Jesus restored it and bring all of that into order. Wow. And that just, when I begin to sit on that, I was like, oh my goodness. Wow. We were called to that. Everyone is called to that communion. Everyone is called to walk with the father right wow and i mean mean, even think about the intimacy with jesus and the father even when he was on earth right yes i mean Mm -hmm. he would go away to quiet places Mm. often with the lord um and i think about that a lot and i'm like man i like it must it's it's a hard thing to think about god as being as close as a as a friend as you and i are close right now physically Mm -hmm. yeah you know it's a it's a hard aspect to think about i think Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes too, like if you, you know, when you start your walk with God, right, you you hear God, right? And there's this like intense fear with it too. Mm -hmm. Like he's this big giant um, light upstairs that he's so far, he has, you know, all this thing to do. We're so far away from him. And that is completely a lie from the pit of hell itself. Yes. We couldn't be any closer to God. Mm -hmm. And he, and the thing about it too, God delights delight to have relationship with us Absolutely. he looks forward when we talk to him he's excited about it mm. he invites it he wants that he wants us to really be his children you know to really be sons and daughters you know to have that uh communion with him absolutely that's so yeah. good wow yeah and- yeah i mean i feel like god the father the lord's actually it's funny that we're talking about this because i feel like the last year the lord's been taking me on this journey of learning the father's heart Mm. towards me because Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think we talked about earthly father. I have a wonderful father. He's great. 
Um, but obviously no one's perfect. Yeah. And I think there's certain aspects that we stick on our heavenly father with our um, physical father on earth. Right? That's so amazing that you bring that. That was actually my next point was then like, okay, so we have this great invitation. Who is the father now? How do we, you know, have this relationship and build a relationship with God? Um, one of the biggest thing that I found out that the enemy used a lot is that he compare mm-hmm. your earthly father to God. Right. Or any authority figure. Let's say if you didn't have a father in your life or any kind of authority figure that represent that to you uh, is how you're going to actually view the father as well. And that's one of the biggest thing that um, we have to address before we step into this intimacy, this union with God. It's to know that one, God is not like your earthly father at all. He's God. Right. <laughs> that's one. That's one thing, right? No comparison. Um, and I can, you know, so with saying that, I want to just, you know, kind of like express, you know, open that up to you more. Like what did, what, how, what, what is some ways an example that your earthly father was, you know, compared to God? Um, so I would say it, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this verse that, you know, the verse that says, um, specifically, it talks about how like how your heavenly or your earthly father wants to give good gifts. He's not going to give you a snake if you ask for bread, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that has been kind of spinning in my head of like how much more does your heavenly father want to give you good gifts? And and I'll tell you, it, it's kind of been something that I can't really process because, mm. I mean, I have I've had a, I had a great dad, um, but I think one thing that I I did struggle a little bit with was emotional connection with my earthly father. Mm. He's a great, wonderful man. He loves me. He's a wonderful father. Um, but emotionally, it, it was a bit difficult at times. Um, really and good. so like that's been something that has been a journey for me, and what I'm I'm still walking out as well. And um, my dad, he's he's wonderful and. He's always been a a wonderful provider and he's always provided and he's always loved me so well um, in in every way, basically. And I feel like he's shown a lot of beauty of the Lord as well. Like, I think that him him being the provider in my family, like him being like, of course, I want the best for you. And seeing that as an earthly father has been an amazing way to connect to the heavenly father, because Mm. I'm like. My own father, he cares so much about me. He would literally lay down his life for me. Like, how much more does my heavenly father do that for me? And so I think God kind of Mm -hmm. has been showing me in the last year, like, what his heart is towards me and, like, things that weren't perfect because, you know, no no family is perfect. There's always going to be, um, you know, some issue in some area, right? And so... Yeah, I mean, Blue, what was your connection with your yeah. heavenly father, your earthly yeah. father and yeah. so your heavenly father? One of the things that I struggle a lot with, um, there were a couple of things, but I think one of the biggest things was neglect. Neglect. My, my earthly okay. father was very neglectful. Not that he was, he was a great provider and whatnot. With that as well, it caused him to be, you know, very neglectful towards us. He traveled all the time to Haiti, um, you know, and he would be gone all the time. And then he worked all day long. So mm. I've usually only seen him for a couple of hours. And... um and there was just like a lot of like tiptoeing around. There was just a lot, you know, a lot of struggle in my family dynamic. Um, so I've always viewed the father like that. I've always viewed the father like the, the father would neglect me. Mm. And also um, that he was too busy. Mm. I felt like God was too busy. I didn't want to ask God for things. I was like, oh my gosh, like this big giant world that he's keeping in order. Um, there's things that he's doing here. Um, I didn't feel like I was significant to God. 
and mm. and that's one of the root of neglect like it's like i didn't feel like i was significant wow. um enough for god and that sometimes i feel like you know because my dad is very forgetful and i was like i felt like the my father was also he will forget about me wow. you know so I, that's one of the biggest thing that i had to heal from mm-hmm. was to heal from like oh my gosh um, this is why I don't come up for come to prayer for this, or I don't ask you for certain things, or mm-hmm. I don't speak to you about certain things, and I don't open up to you, God, as much because I didn't feel like I was significant or did I matter to God. Like I felt like I was really a piece of dust somewhere, wow, okay. and I was like one out of these billion children, you know. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I was in, you know. So um, I never felt like special to God I never felt like you know I was anything special to him so with that I never asked the Lord for that and by default I became a type A personality isn't like a type A personality Mm -hmm. yeah so I grew up and saying like if I want something I'm gonna make it happen right and then I'll ask God next he was never my priority not the first priority yeah, yeah he was not my first priority like if I wanted to get this certain job I'll do whatever I need to do it if and I got it if I wanted to do this I'll do it I it was works I was like I can make life happen for myself I can do that um so I never really asked God for anything you know mm-hmm. and um i guess also too like you know didn't see god as a provider in a sense of like not even a financial perspective right but just in even in, in every way to provide i didn't never ask god for anything and i did mm-hmm. everything on my own until he shut it down where things doors weren't opening for me right you were trying it's like you're striving in your own strength and yeah. at the, there comes a point where like surrender comes yeah. into play you and know? i feel like it was his love he loved me mm-hmm. so much that he shut doors for me for us to have a conversation wow and it's almost like i was hiding from him. he's like don't you don't need to hide from me mm. you know talk to me you know wow I, that that sounds like the genesis chapter yeah it goes back to you know it goes back circling back to that it's, yeah, it's to like that. you know adam and eve were hiding but god was like where where are you where are you and of course yeah. he knew where where adam and eve were isn't it but, interesting how he you know you know did it like that just like he was looking for them saying like, where are you and he wanted he wanted connection that's why yeah. he asked like yeah. where are you because yeah, he me. knew who where they were yeah i think that's an interesting thought mm-hmm. you know um yeah and that's that's one of the things for me and then when I broke down and I had to have this conversation with the father because now I had to pray those type of prayer before I mean I can pray like God I just pray that you bless this nation and you you touch that person you heal them in the name of the Lord and Mm -hmm. I just pray those things but like I was kind of like nervous or scared to ask God to like hey God can you bless me with this car can you Mm -hmm. bless me with this job I really want that like the desire of my own heart right Right. Yeah, I just didn't feel like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm asking God for too much. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm being annoying and like way. a burden. Yeah, like, like I'm a burden. burden to God. You know, yeah. what I mean? I'm like, oh, he has like better things to take care of. You know, I'm just little me here. Mm. Um. So and I didn't. And then when I started seeing some of the things that caused me from not having this intimate relationship with the Lord, I saw in mirrors how my father brought me up. Wow. That he was absent my mm-hmm. through my whole life, and there was other hurts and pain there too. But one of the biggest things was, like, my father was absent. And when he was present, he was hurtful. Mm, um, okay. So, yeah, and it was that. And I, I saw, like, the judgment part of God, you know, because it was, like, you know, very, like, military, like, you know, do your chores, listen to your mom. Like, it was mm. very kind of, like, that way when he was. And my dad, my dad wasn't gentle, you know what I mean? Okay, so the gentle aspect was yeah. hard. Yeah, it was hard for me to, like, 
say like to talk to God so I felt like when I needed to come to God I needed to come to God as blue but not like a child and it was so interesting mm. how Jesus was like to come into the kingdom of God like a child right because mm. if you think of a little two-year-old they're like hey you know mommy daddy you know like yeah. they just kind of open their mouth and they're freely say but right. for me I was like let me just come to God this way maybe if I worded this certain way to God yeah. and he's God <laughs> Right, he, he already knows. Yeah, <laughs> like he already know what's in my heart. He already what I want before I thought it. He already know everything. But I'm like, maybe if I just word it this way, because that's how I used to do my dad. Like mm. I had to be very careful and how to say certain things to him. Kind of like walking on eggshells. Walking on eggshells yeah. because it was limited the time that I see him, and when I did see him, it was like, you know, it it wasn't long enough. And then mm-hmm. so I view the father just like that, and that's wow. one of the things that I had to one get healing from and delivered from and and then once I got healing and delivered from that I was able to just open up to God now I feel like you know I'm like so open to God very open I mean even to the you know little thing I feel if I feel rejected about something and I'm like God you are rejecting me yeah. you, you know not have, like we have these like deep conversation and it's so beautiful to have this union this relationship with God it's so beautiful because he answers Yes, he does. He he answers. And I think we kind of mm. try to beat around the bush a lot with God. We're like, yes. we're like, oh, can I manipulate this situation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, God, like this isn't this, but God wants vulnerability. He wants realness yes. and rawness. And I mm-hmm. think that we make it so complicated. Yeah. I mean, even I. This is something I'm actively working on too. Of like. Being like God, like I trust you, but like, what are you up to? What are you doing in my life? Mm-hmm. And like, even being asking the hard questions asking things that like are scary to ask because I do he has shown up in my life Mm -hmm. when I started asking questions Mm -hmm. to him in different ways um and so I think that really getting number one being vulnerable and stepping into that of like hey God like God can handle whatever I throw at him you Mm -hmm. know yeah 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 um to to act really activate that in our lives I and I'll and I'll just share a testimony on that was once I realized that and I broke down and I was talking to the Lord and I was just weeping. Um, and this is when I, I, earlier I was saying how the Holy Spirit always like bring me to the Father. Right. Yeah. And I remembered sitting down crying. I was like, Holy Spirit, I just need your help. And I was just like melting down. And you know what the Holy Spirit said to me? He was like, you need a dad right now. Wow. Okay. You need the Father right now. Mm. and I remember being so shaky and I thought like I was like oh my god but he's like god almighty you know and then I remember just going to the father and for a long time I used it just to be god 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 and I remember saying father I was like I really need you right now Yep. And then it was just like, he was just so excited. And I felt mm-hmm. like this excitement. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this feeling? And I just started weeping. And then he took me to a season for a week where people would confirm very little insignificant things mm-hmm. that God was like, I was like, oh my God, you cared about that? You cared right. I stubbed my toe the other day? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so good. And like, a lady went up to me and was like, God was like, wanted me to tell you that he saw when you stubbed your toe. No. And he said, Are you serious? That is so funny. And I was like weeping. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then he started with all the little things that I didn't think that would matter to him. And he was like, wow. every little thing, like even you needing toothpaste or you were being exhausted. Like he was like, 
did you not know blue i know every single hair in your head wow like i know when one fall off and when a new one grows mm-hmm. like you are important you matter to me you're so important to me i see you i hear you and i'm here and i'm in the trenches with you wow just invite me in wow and then i was like weeping and crying and i just went to this journey talking with the father and and it's almost like walking with him like adam the coolest of day and he's mm. like jesus did this wow jesus died so we can have this right wow yeah he broke that veil yeah. in half that was you know separating us from yeah the father and yeah. i feel like the father is 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 it's so important to have a correct view and lens of the father mm. because i feel yeah. like and again i don't think we'll ever fully grasp until we get to heaven of like what the father's love for us and like what it means to be like, it, I think what one thing that kind of gets me is, is like the thought of like how God is omni- omnipotent. Like he's here and in time with us right now, but he's in the future and the past simultaneously at the same time. And I think a cool thought about it too is my, one of my favorite verses that I've been pressing into is like, it talks about in Psalm, I think it's Psalm 100 and something. I can't remember, but it talks about how like, Every God, like God sat down and he wrote down every single day of our lives mm. before we had one single day. Yeah. And I think what is more intimate than that? Yes. I mean, the God, the father, he sat down in his big chair because, you know, he's large <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he wrote everything yeah. that would ever happen to us. Yeah. Every single day, every day mm-hmm. before we even were born, before we came into existence, he, mm-hmm. and he did that for everybody, everybody. I mean, that is something that I can't wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. I mean, because God is so large. I mean, just the beauty and the intimacy yeah. of that, that act of like, hey, like today Kara's gonna, you know, go to the coffee shop yeah. and get some coffee and yeah. work. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful and it's so profound. And I think that we, we need to get, we need to have more teachings on the love of the father because that is lacking in the church today mm-hmm. and, and teachings about who the father is and what yes. he, and the kind of relationship that he wants with us, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's so beautiful and it's so intimate. And I love what you said that because it's so undescribable. Um, and also to another thing I would love to encourage people is like when you are having communion with the father and if you're starting your journey of getting to know him, get mm-hmm. to know him. Mm-hmm. really get to know him um don't be superficial in your question because my questions was always superficial they were like you mm. know you know what is this revelation what are you saying what are you ta- saying about this scripture what are you doing that and i started asking the father like what size shoes do you wear do you wear shoes <laughs> i love that do you sit all day do you really sit in the throne all day because i was like if i sit my son like you know we were made in your image and likeness so i get sore do you get so you know yeah like, you ask i these really questions. get like really deep and like and i i got up all this perfect and i'm like you know with you just like you know having a relationship and being your friend you know right. we get to know each other we hang out we go to the coffee shop we, we joke around we talk and, like, yeah. and we're talking and you like you know i get to know a little bit about your mom i met your mom and you know it just it's like family and it's right. like oh my gosh like i can have this with god mm. i can have this intimacy with god and i can have this relationship with god wow. and the more i've started to ask some real question like funny question i let my hair down a little bit more he opened up more about himself and he even talk about himself and reveal a lot of things. It's like so interesting. And, um, and I had got really couple great encounters because I've never really seen the father at all, Mm -hmm. but I've always had great encounters of his hair. Mm. Yeah. The glory of his hair are like just different, like, 
parts of his love, just a little bit snippet of who he is. Mm-hmm. And I just started to learn his temperament. Wow. Like, you know, like the father also weep. Mm-hmm. And he gets frustrated and irritated. And there's wow. certain places that he's not in. And there's places that he doesn't go into. Wow. And I started learning his temperament. Some places I'll go to and I'll feel like, wow, God, you don't want to be here. Mm. you like, I shouldn't bring you here. Because you go back to what Jesus said in the garden, that you and I will be perfectly one. And it's so interesting that God, Jesus used to go away to right. be with the Father and to hang out with the Father, right? Mm-hmm. And wherever the Father goes, he goes. Whatever the Father said, he said. He said, "This is I'm not judging in my own account. I'm judging in the Father. Everything I do is what I see the Father do. Right. And I'm like, how do we get to that place? Yeah. Wow. To do that. Where yeah. we're not longer just like communing with the Father, but we see what he does and we do that too. And I always thought that was really interesting. Mm. And then, so when you start having this relationship with him and getting to know him, what are you like? What do you like? You know, Mm. like, do you want to go do this today, God? Like, you know, like when you hang out with God, like, don't make it superficial. If you hanging out with God and you reading your Bible, you're not hanging out with God. You being religious. Right. That's true. Because you're not hanging out. Like if I say, hey, Sarah, let's hang out. And I come here and I sit down and I'm like reading a book. And and you're like, well, we're not hanging out we're in the same space right we're not here. that there's not a time for that yeah but really you know i like we hang out i'm like how was your weekend how was your day i ask god like mm. how was your day like what are you doing like what's what's happening out of heaven like what yeah. what what are, you, what are you creating something new like and then i was like what part of you is a plant what part of you is a fish i asked god one time like <laughs> what part of you is a tree it's like <laughs> i like that i like that you know that's really cool and then um I got into a place that our relationship got so deep. He told me something that was so profound. Oh, really? Um, and I was like, um, like, man, what is forever like with you? And then mm. he was like, Blue, I'm not in forever. Hmm. And I was like, what? He was like, no, forever came from me. Wow. Beginning came from him. And I, my brain was like, Arr! and I was like, yeah. I can't even fathom that. He's like, forever came from me. Wow. Time came from me. I'm out of that. I'm not in forever. And I was like. What a wild thought. Yeah, what a wild thought. And he was like, sit on that for a minute. <laughs> I'll be right back. A few back. minutes. Let's just sit <laughs> yeah. here for, let's circle back here. Yeah, let's circle back. And we have like inside jokes. There's certain things I'll see or, and I'll laugh about. And, and that's, I know it's like an inside joke that I had with the father. Um and with the shoes question, I was like, you know, what size shoes that you wear? He's like, I don't wear no shoes, but. I bet know, he doesn't. I bet he doesn't. And I think, like, that's so cool, man. Really, I love yeah. it. I think it's yeah. really, it's about taking that first step of, like, yeah. sitting alone with the Lord and be like, hey, Lord, like, can you show me more about you today? Or yeah. show me what you have for my life. Yeah. Like, what is it? And pressing into that. Because a lot of people are okay with that lukewarm Christianity of, oh, I go to church Sundays. Mm-hmm. I don't hear from God during the yeah. week. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that is not yeah. where God has called us to live. You know, that's actually an orphan spirit. Mm. Wow. Because it's an orphan spirit, and it's like almost like it's like the father's not a stepdad. He doesn't come to see you in the weekends on Sundays, right? Wow, okay. Yeah. That's, that's actually really interesting. I never yeah. thought of it like that. Yeah, because that, you're not his children if you only see him on sundays that's like he's not a weekend dad he comes and do visitations wow <laughs> okay come, yeah come on with I that i remember that that's he told good. me that i was talking to him he's like you know you're not an orphan mm. yeah and like we- pressing into that because mm-hmm. i feel like god has has kind of brought us to this point of like are you in or are you out yeah. right yeah of like i want to press in deep with you 
and are you willing to press in deep with me? Yes. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot to that as yeah. well. And now we got into a place like where I wrestle with God. Like right. Just, as I do too. Yeah. And now we get into a relationship where I'm like, well, God, you said, and you showed me a scripture and you had that dream. And like, and we talking like back and forth. Yes. And I was like, and sometimes I sit down and I was like, wow, I have that mm-hmm. with the Lord. Yeah. You know? And like, and then he showed me a dream and. I remember wrestling with him, and I'm like, oh. And I was just so frustrated and irritated about something. I don't know what it was about. And then I, I remember going to a coffee shop, and then this lady was there. It was a friend of mine, and she was like, um, God wants you to know. You know, yada, yada. I don't remember, like, in detail what it was. But I was like, oh, man. God, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. Right. I didn't trust you. Um, that's the that's, beauty of prophecy, right? The yeah. beauty of hearing the, hearing the Lord. Because, actually, I want to do a podcast on the spiritual gifts. Oh yeah, that um, be because the gifts are for now, my that. friends. Yeah, and um, you know Jesus is the same yes. yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yes, uh, and forever. Yes, and so the gifts are for now. Yeah, and so like the beauty of the gifts, I have so many story like testimonies of when I was at my low a low mm-hmm. point, and the Lord brought a person mm-hmm. to speak into my life yeah. and to confirm what the Lord has been speaking to me about. Yeah, um, and so. Just to, to remind everybody, like, God wants to have communion. He wants to speak. He wants to speak through you, uh, to you, and through other people to you yes. to confirm mm-hmm. whatever he's told you yeah. um, as well. So, like, God is – and I love that God, like, he says things to us that, like, that we know that we know that we know it's him. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. we, there's, like, a confirmation on it. You start learning his voice. You start learning his voice. Mm-hmm. You start learning of, like, hey, like, this is a confirmation of what God's already been talking to me about. Mm-hmm. Because you're in that secret place. You're in that quiet with him. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to you. And I'm not saying every single day is, like, oh, I have all this revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are moments where you're, like, okay, God, like, I've heard you here. Like, what are we doing today? Like, why don't I hear you? Or, you know, there are, and, and like, I think that as you grow with the Lord, there are days like that mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's definitely days like that where you like, you seeking him for certain things and, and, and there's a complete silence. And, mm-hmm. um, and that, you know, what's so interesting is, um, even when God is not speaking, he's doing something right. Even mm-hmm. when he's not speaking, he's speaking. There's yeah. something that he's doing there. It's, and, and I want to encourage everyone that's listening to that. If you are in a space when you, you asking for God for something, you feel the answer is not there. Like, he's working. God is always working. He's always working on your behalf. Right. And, and he will move heaven on earth for you. Um, you said something that was really interesting about, like, you know, the more you begin to speak with the Lord, you begin to discern his voice. Right. right. And it's so amazing when you start walking with God. Because when the voice of the enemy comes, you know, like, oh, God wouldn't talk to me that way. Right. That's that's not yeah. the father. You know, and you be your discernment is you know sharpened that way as well. The more you build relationship with the Lord, then you're like, you know what, God wouldn't do this. That's not who He is. Mm, it's like my sheep hear my voice, yeah, right? Yeah. And my they hear like we hear God, and we are able to discern God and yeah. be like, this is this is not of God or yeah. this, and you're able to like see the counterfeit. Yeah. You know more and more and more, more and more. Yeah. And then you and it's so amazing because and also you also learn to trust God, mm. and it's like okay, God. I know that I've, I've been with you. Mm-hmm. I know your temperament. I'm learning your ways. I have not gotten God all figured out. No, but yeah. It's still a journey. Nope. It's, it's still a, a journey. journey. I just want to put that. But I know that I know some places where he is and when he's doing something in my life and when he's not. I was like, okay, right. God, I know you're not in this one. So I'm, you know, I know you're not in this season. I know you're not yeah. doing something here. 
Um, so and also you you learn a history with the Lord. Yes, you start growing in history. I mean, yes. I remember in my. And I, I'm in a season now where the mm. Lord is revealing new things so into this next. Yeah, we're pumped for this next season of life. <laughs> so There's been a big shift, y'all. We're feeling it. <laughs> but like God yeah. has been like when I was in my deepest, darkest hole mm-hmm. like five years ago, mm-hmm. God began to speak through people and he would bring people to prophesy over me and bring people to encourage me and he would encourage me in the secret place and I I remember like it would give me dreams and visions and things and like I'm seeing that again but in like because I have grown a history with him of how he speaks to me Mm -hmm. how he talks to me a lot and like so for me it's a lot of dreams um and Mm. also confirmations from people and so like seeing that history with God is, is also, it's like you're learning how to hear him and what, how he speaks to you specifically. Cause there's yeah. obviously everybody has their own way mm-hmm. that God communicates with them. Um, and so like looking back on history and being like, Oh God did this before. Like I can discern this is him again. Yes. We're stepping into a new season. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, there's so much there. I and mean, he's so much fun. Yes. He is so much fun. We have such a good time together. We have the best joke. God <laughs> is more, <laughs> he's more relaxed than most people. And um, and it's so interesting because um, we had a joke together the other day. Um, and I was thinking about like, you know, when I was in the Salvation Army and I was like so intense. And I was like, the word, the <laughs> word to everyone. And I remember God was like, what were you mad at? Like, yeah. who are you? <laughs> who are you talking to? Like, who are you mad at? Like, I just want, I just want you to go where I say you to go and just bring me along with you. And like, you're doing like way too much. Like, Blue, you are killing the vibe. And I was like, <laughs> God, did you just say I'm killing the vibe? That is so good. And it's just so mind blowing to be like, okay, God is like, he's so relatable. Like, and he's so funny and he's so like, want to have relationship with us and is and he's so sweet and he's so kind and he's mm. so good he's just so good like in the word it says that there's no darkness in him right, right. he is he really is there's no darkness in him he is so he's perfect so good I mean, and it, he blows my mind all the time and it's it's so amazing um it's just really great um another inside joke we had it was like a funny situation i was outside um reading my bible and i was like you know praying for the nation and this owl just flew by this giant owl and i was like (gasps) and i was so scared by the owl and i was like oh my god it's so creepy and i was like oh my gosh is this a is it is it a demon and i was like satan is that you and i I was like wait a minute wait a minute is that a demonic spirit and i'm getting ready to like like you know rebuking i'm like in the name of jesus (laughs) Yep. And the father just showed up and say, hey, Blue, you make everything demonic. Oh you might want to work on that. That is so funny. <laughs> that is so good. I love that. And I just broke out to laughter. And mm. I could feel the father laughing. He's like, it's just an owl. And I was like, it's a scary owl. And God was like, but I made it, though. Right. Doesn't mean it's a demon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so good. I mean, I, I think also that's amazing. So fun. I think we also, the best fun together. I think also the cool thing about God is, <laughs> I remember, okay, this is how cool God is. I was thinking about this story the other day, how like I, last year I was, I was wearing my, so I have glasses that I wear, right? Cause I can't see very far. <laughs> um, and I remember being at a, actually I was at a conference last year with you. You were there and, um, 
I was like in my head I was like oh I feel really insecure about wearing these glasses like I don't want to wear them like this is all going on internally in my head and I was like oh lord like I kind of feel insecure about it like maybe I should take them off and the minute I said that a man came up to me and said hey I really love your glasses (laughs) he's like I just think they look really great on you (laughs) and I was sitting there absolutely just mind blown of like God hears me and he wanted to encourage me in that moment of like, Kara, you're beautiful. Like, you look wow, great. Wow, so And like, good. just little things like that. Like, yeah. that is not, a, there's mm-hmm. no way that could be. And so things like that have happened so much in my life now that I'm like, there's no coincidence with God. Yeah, no. Um, and those little moments are my favorite. I love when God do the big answers. Yeah. But those little tiny moments, like when he does that, when you think of something or when you do something, he just shows up like that, like a father, like, hey, mm. no, no, no. Hey, you're beautiful. Yeah. Like, I like, love you. I love you. And it's just, oh, my God, that just, like, makes me, like. <laughs> it makes you want to cry. Yeah. Like, that makes my heart warm. Oh, <sighs> wow. That's so sweet. I love when he's so sweet like that. Yeah. And no, it's absolutely. so amazing that everybody's invited to that. Everybody's invited Everybody's to that down. table, my friends. So how do we how do we get people in this broadcast? Yeah, to that? Like, we like, need to. Yeah, yeah. let's like, just let's just talk about this for a second. Oh, activation time, people! Yes. <laughs> we are excited, and Blue's going to share some um, some uh, wisdom on this. Okay, yeah. So activation time is time for us to just take everything that we share tonight and apply it in our lives, right? Um, so one of the thing is, I love that the listeners to open the the bible and go to john 17 verse 2023 and just meditate on that that invitation of when jesus said and desired that we will be one with mm-hmm. him just like he was one with the father we are we're invited to that to could you imagine like to have that same relationship that jesus have with god we can yeah and it's it's jesus's desire for us he died for us to have that so uh, meditate on that and it's just so exciting that we ending this year and we're stepping into a new year um so the activation right now is i want to pray for you one and also i want to talk about what will be the hard thing for you to step into this intimacy as we address is how we see our earthly father or if mm-hmm. we didn't have an earthly father or any authority in our life and um, begin to have that conversation with God. What's going to make it more fun is that you have that conversation with God. Right. You know, and places and intimacy places where, okay, I felt like my father was, you know, maybe harsh, abusive, mean. Or maybe he was kind, he was sweet, he was wonderful, um, you know. Um, whatever that is, begin to have, start having that relationship with God and start to ask God, Father, can you reveal yourself to me? Right. Reveal yourself to me in new ways. Mm-hmm. Reveal yourself to me and 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 dreams and visions. Show me who you are. I want to get to know you more. And right. just start asking him fun question. You know, like, what are you doing today? What are you wearing? Like, what do you want to go? Do you want to go in a coffee shop? Um, let's hang out together. Let's just, you know sit in the couch with the Lord and just talk to him. Like, pour your heart out. Pour your mm. your desire out. You know. Um, what do you want to know about the Father? You know, everyone is different. Are you a musician? God could talk to you with the form of music. You know, God talked to one of my friends with wine. She's um, She does winery. She worked with, like, creating wine. Mm. And the Lord opened up a whole revelation about himself with wine and pouring it and pressing it and, and whatnot. So, and wow. even with your personality as well, God used it. I know God speak to 
when my friend to painting she would see the color pink or the color blue and it's mm-hmm. an invitation for her to talk to the father so one thing meditate on john 17 verse 2023 two just begin to see ways that you have not gone deeper with the lord because of the way that you saw your father or um uh, authority figure and three is to step into relationship with the father by having communion with him by just simply talking to him right just speaking to him those are the three things if you do those three things next year i promise you you have such a deep relationship with the father that you're gonna start speaking for the father that's how prophecy comes right because he's with you all the time he gets to say like hey you see that girl over there in the blue shirt can you tell her that i love her and today's her birthday and i want to bless her Mm because that's where prophecy come from and that's how we get to be his mouthpiece because you can't be a mouthpiece of someone that you don't hang out with and you don't you don't know yeah exactly you don't if you don't yeah absolutely yeah so I want to pray for you right now. So, Holy Spirit, we thank you for today. We thank you for the listeners that are listening right now. And I pray that you encounter them right now, wherever they are, whether they're in the couch or whether they're listening to this while they're driving um, or in their coffee shop or they're taking a walk and they're listening to this right now, God. I pray that you encounter them right now with your presence mm-hmm. and with your spirit, that you will reveal the Father to them. Because Jesus, you said that you went away to prepare a place for us, but you left the Holy Spirit that yes. will reveal all truth. So we pray that Holy Spirit, that you will reveal the Father's heart to his children. Yes. And so that they know that they're a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. that they can talk to him anytime that they want. And, and, and that they're invited to this deep intimacy to walk with God, to commune with God, and to speak with God. So I bless you now, mm-hmm. and I release the anointing over you. I release the presence of God over you. And I declare that this year that you're stepping to is going to be the best yet. Because mm-hmm. you are going to walk with the Father in the coolest of day. Amen. Amen. Thank yes, you, thank Jesus. you, Lord. What a fiery one she is, isn't she, guys? <laughs> Blue is fiery, and that's why I love her. Let's and go. <laughs> let's go. So she gets me pumped for the mm-hmm. Lord. Like, we, when we hang out, we get mm-hmm. so excited. Yeah. I mean, like, we have a blast yeah. over here. But <laughs> I, I just I want to thank you so much, Blue, for coming thank on here. You. And it's I'm been, so honored to be invited. This you are awesome. invited anytime. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, you can definitely check out her on social media as well. Yes. And we'll link that um, in the bio for this pod as well. But um, any final words, Blue? Okay. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. The final word is come Holy Spirit for more fire and, and burn us with your presence. And I just pray that people start having encounters, you know. Yes. Lord, Dreams and vision. Open it for them. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And like the Lord wants to encounter us. Yes. You know, I, I, I think that it's just, <laughs> are we asking? Are we, are we, um, you know, pressing into that, you know, it's like the persistent widow, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I forgot exactly, I think it's Matthew where the, the widow kept asking and asking mm-hmm. and eventually like, and the Lord, the lights in us, he wants to be close to us. So, um, you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm praying for more dreams and visions for anybody listening here and amen. in yes. Jesus name. Um, amen. Um, well, thank you guys. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And this is freed indeed. You guys have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.